Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we're here to break it all down for you. We had a lighter week, so there's not too much to talk about in our first little segment um, with Bravo News and our opinions. But uh, there is some news that is coming down from the South. So let's get into... That's my opinion! All right, Mo. So let's talk Dallas. So the Dallas shakeup is happening. Want to go into that? It's happening. Yeah. So allegedly we've known for a few weeks that Tiffany and DeAndre are 100% back. Um, there has been rumors that Bravo is, was deciding between Cam and Stephanie. Yesterday, I think the decision was officially made that they went over Cam with Stephanie, which over Cam, not Stephanie, which I think was a great decision just because there's no much story. There's not much more storyline with Stephanie. I think Cam there, even though she is problematic, there's more story there. And we have three new housewives that are added. Um, let me grab their names really quick. According to are li- according to Demois or Demois, how do you pronounce that? It's Demois. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, I glad, glad I got yeah, it. On yeah. the first one. According to Demois, Steph does have a story, but I don't. I just don't think that she would let that air. Yeah, the story is that her husband's fucking every fucking girl in Dallas and not her. I've heard that for Uh, years, though. But go into the names of these new girls. Okay, so the new girls are Lizzie, Maisha, and Madeline. Um, Be careful, though, because the the Dallas gatekeepers are going to be really mad at you for spending this tea. Yeah, these fucking Dallas gatekeepers have been like, ooh, teasing the cast announcement, making their own edits. And then is it Real Housewives Ranked? One of my favorite Twitter accounts just released the whole cast while they were all like still teasing it. And I live for that kind of message. <laughs> they were like, hi, here it is. Um, so yeah, we got the full cast. We got photos of all of them. It's like if you're gatekeeping Real Housewives of Dallas, uh, reevaluate your entire existence. It's like yeah, the worst like- one on the franchise. Currently, I always have to say, like, cur- like these things like change, like with Housewives, like who's the worst and who's like the best. I'd argue that OC is actually the worst currently. Like, I'd say, like, if we're comparing all the current seasons, yeah, Orange County like is, let's let's is base the them off of their world. last season. Yeah, like their and then, last and season. Then, I will, and then right above that is dallas like just a smidge (laughs) honestly i'm gonna say something controversial but right above that is atlanta atlanta's season was terrible last season they gave us that great bolo scene but other than the bolo stuff and portia saying one of you bitches gonna eat me out till i come um we got nothing (laughs) we had nothing with them and i would say dallas is above was above Atlanta last season. It was just more entertaining for me to watch. Yeah, I personally. agree. I agree. And I love like, Atlanta. Honestly, like, I'm not erasing Atlanta's history. They're one I'm, of the best franchises of all time. I'm rooting for Dallas because like Dallas used to be so good. I used to always be like, don't sleep on Dallas. Don't sleep on Dallas because like I love Dallas. And then it just took a sharp left. Like it went all the way to the left. Wrong turn. Yeah. Wrong and it was, road. It went wrong, wrong road. road. About to go back down the wrong road. Wrong road. <laughs> but it's like a lot of these, like people are doing this now with Roni. Like, okay, one bad season and then they're erasing the rest of it. Like there was a Roni uh, Twitter account that was like, Roni's never done anything iconic, never done anything mainstream, never like gone out of the Housewives canon. And I'm like, did we forget that Bethany Frankel created this liquor that everybody fucking knows? Did like, we did forget we, that? Like, did, did, Aviva, did Aviva throw her leg on the table for nothing? Say that you have never lied to any of us at the table and you find us really hurtful, I find that 
laughable. Well, let me I tell you something, bad. Heather. I the only thing. Keep it together, Aviva. The Get only it. thing that is artificial or fake about me. This. Yes. Oh, I Did we forget that she threw her leg at Cipriani for no fucking reason? <laughs> like, <laughs> look at Le Cirque? Like, come on. Like, don't, like, and I liked your tweet there where you're like, wow, this, like, season of Roni really got you, like, completely, like, forgetting about the history. Like, it's like. Yeah, and it's like. Honestly, Roni has, has not had a bad season till this season. I'm just right. going to say that. And I mean, you know last what? year, I, last season was a little season was that bad. Huh? Last season was a little shaky. I think last season was worse than no, maybe not. I don't know. I didn't. No, I don't, I'm not minding wasn't. this season. I'm just not loving it. No, I don't love it at all. And I especially did not love this episode that we're gonna read. Oh, I liked this episode a I lot. Know you did. We'll get into that. But I liked it. I was like, oh, good, like good TV. <laughs> really? Maybe it's because I like I had family in town this weekend, so I didn't watch any TV all weekend. Last night I watched the White Lotus, which I'm like obsessed with that show. I want to start I, like, that. Caught up on. It's really good. I caught up on the new episode of that, but I haven't watched any reality TV. No Big Brother, no Bravo, no nothing. So today I sat down and watched like two episodes of it. So I think I was just like really happy to have any Bravo in my life today. See, I really liked the Potomac episode. Like we'll get into that. I thought that was like great. Fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. Um, But like, yeah, we'll get get into it. But back to Dallas. Um, Yeah, it's it's going to, I think they're going to start filming this fall. late summer i guess i mean i guess we're in late summer right now it's about to be august shit yeah i think that they're they have to start filming like next month i would guess would i yeah. would assume um but yeah so it's gonna be deandra i'm excited for this cash shakeup though me too and they need it and they need but they need mess and they need rich they need mess. they need to do like what oc like is doing with their like revamp like they really need to like bring in but i'm really mad that like I'm hoping that like, I'm honestly kind of hoping like this casting tea is wrong because I wanted Tony. Like, she yeah, just I wanted Tony. She's this um, I forget her last name, but do you do you know her last name? No, I don't. I'm gonna look it up really quick. But go ahead. Okay, well, Tony is friends with um, she's friends with Carrie Duber. She's friends with like some of the other ladies, and she's like a woman of color. She's rich. She's like. Like she's just everything that I want on Housewives. So like, and everyone thought that she was going to get casted, and now we're here. And it's uh, Tony Grant. Tony, so her Instagram is. name is Designer Tony Grant. If you want to look her up, beautiful woman of color, like just looks like a boss ass bitch. I know that she was even friends with Jennifer, the Lost Housewife of last season, that was just edited out. Um, poor Jennifer. <laughs> like she, looks, she had ties to the cast. Poor Jennifer Long. Poor, poor her. But I heard it was for the best. I heard it was for the uh, yeah. Best. Yeah, like she would have probably lost her kids or something if they kept on going. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm sad we didn't get Tony. Also sad we didn't get Carrie Duber. I love Carrie Duber. One of the worst casting decisions ever was to let her go. Still hoping uh, for like a friend of role for her um, on the next season. But I guess we'll see 
what happens. She was, that. remember last episode, how I was talking about like housewives who can produce the show. She was one of those, like she was that one of produce those. the mess. And she was kind of like the bone collector, like Sheree that could bring the bones to everybody and try to like clean their hands of it. But she was just, she didn't, her hands were never clean. Guys, They're like, dirty. I really like get so irritated when I see on like Twitter or anything. And it's like, okay, like the one show that hasn't been able to like break out of the housewives canon or into mainstream is Dallas. But like, it is but dallas still has iconic moments like do not forget some of the iconic moments like i live at every single time it pops up on my timeline is that scene where carrie duber and leanne lacken are going at it and leanne is like like you and i will never be friends for you but you would never never, that's not true i would never have been friends with you that's the damn truth oh bitch you and i ain't never gonna be friends you want to know why because you're fake as it's called f-a-f Oh, I hope it smells like dog mm. shit. You gotta oh, lick it up. I hope it smells like dog shit. I think my dog smells better. Cause let me tell you something. Be real. <laughs> Be real careful. This is why you applaud. She's like, I hope it smells Let's like dog shit. Let's get something right. You and I will never be friends. <laughs> I hope it smells like dog shit. Like, I'm sorry. Um, like, yeah. that is iconic. And then Cam going. I mean, like, obviously, as plastic. much as she became like, I mean, as much as she was like a raging, racist, crazy person, Leanne did have all the iconic moments from Dallas. Yeah, no, all of them. All of them. I, they're, I, not, I, they're not hands, they're knobs. I, I would, and, and kind of like, um, uh, it's so tricky but like since they cut stephanie and brandy which are the, the the two people that would like never want to see leanne on i'm not saying leanne should become like a full-time cast member but i'm saying i would like a kind of like ashley southern charm like walk back up just to like pop around for like a few episodes just as like the antagonist and the villain to just see like oh fuck like crazy leanne's back like just to like see her for like a minute and like see how the girls like were- i never want to see that woman again i i, I want to see her villain one of the mess. most racist things in bravo history like just using the word mexican as such a derogatory term for like thousands of times that entire season even the girls had said that production cut a lot of it like it was worse than that like i just think that it's just it's really the girl said it was worse than that yeah there was like things where people were like oh they cut like they cut some stuff because it was like woof. you know when fucking cam and court are like yeah let's get away from her if when they say that you know it was bad i thought that cam and court were still friends with her Remember that one scene though, where like she's talking and he's, it was like a hot mic moment. And he's like, yeah, you got to get away from her. Like she's racist. The racist stuff is going to come up. Like, yeah, no. And then look what, look how, where that got them. It's, it sucks. It makes me so mad that she's racist because it's like, I can't even like argue for her. It's like, the only thing I can, I know the only thing I can argue, the only thing I can argue, that's how you know how much I love mass. (laughs) <laughs> it's because me as a Latino going like, can we just see her for like a second? Like, I know, she, like, I just want to like see her like yell at someone and get like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't want her to be like on Bravo's payroll. I don't want her to have a platform, but I would like to see her pop in for like a messy moment. That's just my, no. that's just she my can go on, like She'll be on WeTV before we know it. No, she'll be on marriage boot camp with Rich and his eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, no, I I I guess if 
I guess my opinion would probably change if they had someone of her level of mess who wasn't a racist on Dallas to fill that void. Because I just like, right. I feel like I like empty inside with Dallas because it was so good and messy for like a couple seasons. And then it just got so dry and like dry and making me miss this racist <laughs> like bitch. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I just like want someone to bring the mess. It's Stockholm syndrome. It is Stockholm syndrome. I need to like snap Absolutely. out of that. I'm not yeah, saying my opinion is right or like you guys should all listen to my take. Well, you, you are listening, but like I'm just saying, I miss that. <laughs> I miss the fucking mess. I miss they're not knives, they're hands. I miss like when they're at like um, Stephanie's party and she's like growling at Brandy and she's like, try me. Like that. Yeah. Do you think that you're better than the I, rest of us? No, I don't. No, yes, you do. No, you I think don't. that you're better and than the rest of us? your no. problem. Hey, who touched you? Get out of my face. Get who touched you? Get out of my you face. You can take your ass out of here. I have been friends with your house 20 years. Not your house. Get the house. Get the out. Get the out. You better kiss your own ass and hit the door. Bitch, get the Don't, don't. Get away, get away, get away, get away, get away, get away. She was truly unhinged. Unhinged. Uh, unhinged. Like, I just like, I don't know. I just live for that kind of reality oh TV. God. But anyways, I'm excited for the revamp. I'm hoping that one of those three girls are messy as fuck. And bring it. I'm I'm ready for the new era of Dallas. Come on, make it like make it like Dynasty or um Yeah, I'm ready. I think they're all three women of color, I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um but I, I think what I, I heard on Twitter. I think I heard like some weird things about um the one Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah, like some anti-Semitic things. Yeah, and like she's like a Zionist or something. A like Zenith. That. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Bravo just needs to do some fucking background checks. Like go through all of their Twitter history, please. Like it's I don't like, want to go through another season of this. If there's like a little like Twitter stand that can go back and find like all these things, like why can't Bravo execs like do that? Or why don't they hire someone to do it? I mean... They could easily hire someone to do this. Just hire a Twitter stand. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> they need jobs because all they do is fucking tweet nonsense all day. Um, but yeah, so that's the news down in the South. And then over in Salt Lake, we're supposed to be getting a trailer soon. Soon. Like in the next... Like this week. Hopefully it's this week. I don't know. Everyone is like, I'm like, it was all a lie. They were, they were like, they were like one more sleep and then like nothing today. And then I was like, it was all a lie. It was all a lie. It they was lie. a lie. Right here, a lie. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping for the trailer. I think that we need some excitement. Like the, the Heather Dubrow excitement died down. Now we're all waiting for like a big, like something. And every like, oh, she's Louise. I, you guys hear that? I live in the Bronx, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> they're racing motorcycles outside my house they're like it's all these like i'm there's over like a hundred of them it's like little mopeds and they all ride around my street and my mom's like they think they in dr this is not dr <laughs> <laughs> this is new york you cannot do that that's my mom's that's my impression of my mom oh my gosh that's hilarious we all have our impressions yeah. of our little like latina moms 
but yeah, so Let's Salt, go to Lake, Jersey, Salt Lake is coming with the trailer, and then Jersey is supposed to be wrapping up filming um, probably in the next like month or two. Um, and Jersey is yeah. going to be taking Atlanta's spot because Atlanta hasn't even started filming. Yeah, uh, what I've read is that Atlanta did start filming and then they quickly closed, like ended production because they were like, okay, we don't even have, like they were p- doing like the pickup scenes, the women at home scenes. And they were like, we don't even have anyone that really has signed contracts. So they had to close production down. Porsche's filming a spinoff, which makes, which leads me to believe that Porsche will be back. I think they're waiting for a spinoff to finish. Candy's filming her spinoff, which is like the Vanderpump Rules with her old lady gang restaurant. There's just a lot going on. I'm hearing, I'm hearing that Candy might not be back. I'd be okay with that. I would too, but like, um, uh, which if that's the case, I want them shipping a contract to Miss Park's house ASAP. Yes, right. I want them to hand deliver a contract to Miss Phaedra Parks and not leave that house until it is signed on the dotted motherfucking line. Like, um someone was like they need to just bring nini like have nini kenya and phaedra all back like like and then make this show like show like leave it to the professionals and i was like if nini didn't burn her freaking bridge and cynthia was gone like it could be a moment but i'm not enough having sheree and phaedra back would be more than enough for me and seeing like the I want to see the Phaedra and Portia relationship, like the mending of their relationship, because they were arguably one of the closest of the franchise, the freaking frack. I want to see that being freaking frack. I want to see that being mended. I want to see so much of the storylines with, I want to see Kenya and Phaedra. I think they're like kind of friendly now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, which that would be nice to see that moving forward because you know that shit will end in two minutes. Two Two minutes, two seconds. It will end so quick. Two seconds. They're going to walk in and she's going to be like, oh, nice to see you again. And then she's going to be like, well, bitch. <laughs> she, she, she's going to be like, I just, I just, it just really didn't sit right with me what you did to Apollo. <laughs> she, I'm like, oh my gosh, like drop it. <laughs> drop it. Do you remember that? Do you I want to know about um, Apollo. Do you remember when Kenya threw that divorce party for Phaedra? <laughs> that was so fucking rude. And then Phaedra <laughs> just went back to her hotel room and she's like, do, do, do y'all think I was going to like this? <laughs> like that was so fucking rude <laughs> she, the, the way like phaedra walked in she's like oh, mm. <laughs> that was i fun. miss phaedra talk about another problematic like fave like uh super what she yeah. did was horrible but did she do it or did Carlos King, the producer, do it? She, and then she was too, she still she was did too it. dumb she not to like, realize. Yeah, but she didn't like really like apologize like hardcore. I know. I mean, that reunion when they all find out that Phaedra wasn't the one that heard it from Candy and Portia goes, but you told me. And then Sheree's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can, I can literally hear Sheree in my head go, oh, my God. That is crazy. Why would you even repeat that? You as an attorney, why would you do that? Oh, I, 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 oh my God. I can't get away from y'all. <laughs> Her face in that purple dress just like holding Portia while Portia stops. I'm like, give Sheree an Academy Award. I want an Academy Award for that. Oh my God! (laughs) Oh my God! Oh my God! I just want like this. What the fuck I'm talking about? This is what I'm talking about right here. I hate this. (laughs) Okay, we haven't seen Candy angry cry in such a long time, and that's like what made her like iconic. Do you remember like, like for me? I know she was iconic because of like TLC, but I love her like angry cry. 
like when she was like, I know I didn't say anything about a black baby. <laughs> you agree with Cynthia saying that she was about holding saying, a black baby. That's I right. didn't say nothing about a black baby. That's my point. <laughs> oh my God. I also I love her scene. I nothing about a black like, baby. Like Maybe. her recent scene with Kim Zolciak, which is like, watch who the fuck you talking to. <laughs> She's like, Kim's just if like, you want me to shut it down, I will. <laughs> oh my God. I want Kim Zolciak back too. Let's bring that bitch back. I miss like, I, okay. You know what I think about like often when it comes to Atlanta yeah. and like, and when they slipped and it has not been the same since. And I truly just think that Bravo just like completely like dropped the ball. I don't know what kind of like, I know that they were trying to like maybe go into a new direction. I don't know what they were doing is after season 10 when they got rid of Sheree yeah. and they got rid of Kim. And like, I'm like, what? Cause that, like, season that 10 season, was so good. It was so good. That season's kind of started the building blocks of what could have been like the second generation of Atlanta. Like you had a lot of the OGs back. You had Sheree, you had Kim, you had Nini. They had those building blocks. They could have offered Kim a shit ton of money. Hell, don't be tardy over her head. Like you must stay on as a friend up or we will cancel your show. They could have had Sheree back full time, like not try to demote her. They really fucked up there. They it, really but, fucked but up. But it was, uh, it was... Kim kind of shot herself in the foot at the reunion when she was like, she, I mean, we have that, yeah, that moment in the bathroom. <laughs> that was okay. I need Andy and a camera now. <laughs> now, Andy, like, that was iconic. That for like, and then nobody does reunions like Atlanta. No, so, they but have the, last the best reunions. Been, the season nine reunion is maybe one of the most iconic reunions of all time. It's the only reunion that has ever had four parts. And then, like, you can see and none like, of us were like, see, those are too many parts. You can see that evil eye and Andy of like, this is great TV when Candy's in the bathroom crying. And she's like, she's like, dude, she's like, what do you think? And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, about all this. And he's like, I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, I'm shocked. What did you think about that? What do you mean? What do I mean? I'm shocked. And he's like, low key (laughs) smiling. And I'm like, you're evil. She just got like accused of rape. What are you talking about? You know, like, I mean, Andy knows good TV when he sees it. I mean, he knows bitch, me it. too. Eyes lit up. My bitch, eyes would bitch, probably would have been the same. <laughs> I would have been like, "Holy fuck, this is gonna be a good season." <laughs> but yeah, let's get let's get Atlanta um back on track, and you know, yeah, take your time though. Take your time with Atlanta. If you need to take your time, just take it. Do the same with Roni. Take your time casting, guys. Like, yeah. we waited this long for OC. You did a great casting there. Like, do it with all of them. We yeah. don't care. We would rather just you not try to give us a five-person Fugazi cast like you did with Roni. Like, just oh take your time. Gosh, it was so lazy. Anyways, so lazy. that is... That's my opinion! And now let's get into our um, Roni recap. Talk about timing. Leah and I talked about this briefly, and now is definitely not the time to talk about it with my producer who's standing right here. It's embarrassing. Everything I'm making is going to fortune. Forever? Like, how does that work? I, you know, listen, you don't need to know the details of fortune. Do you know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? I know, but I mean, I think that, you know, I just- You just have a line in the song. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're not comfortable, there's plenty of girls that are that are into it and doing the song, yeah, and they just, haven't asked that question because they don't really give a shit. 
So, well, but I mean, if it's Luann, if you really care, well, when I do, I'm sorry cause, cause that I have me, There's to, not a lot of money in this business. You know, well, I mean, you're the one that's you're donating it to Fortune Society, so I would right. imagine that there is some some money in it. Well, listen, it, you what, know, and that's all. And, and like, look, I'm donating my time. First of all, I'm making. Why a are you music. getting so defensive? Because you're getting oh, defensive. Yeah, I mean, if you don't feel comfortable. I can't have you. All right, let's get into this Roni recap. Um, we have like stuff to talk about, but honestly, I don't think we have much to talk about. This was like one of the weakest episodes for me. I know that Mo thought it was really good for some reason, but I think that's just because of the lack of Bravo content that has been infused in his brain because he's been running around New York City with his cousin. T. So tea. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, that is the T. Um, but like I Guys, I was like, it was like hard for me to get through this. I just thought it was like really boring. I thought it wasn't like good. The only part that I like really liked was like when Ramona recorded, Ramona and Sonia recorded their like lyrics for that song, which I cannot wait for that song because I fucking love Christmas music and I love Countess Luann and I love it all. So I'm just, I'm excited to bless that. On the well, is it going to come out unless Leah signs a contract? That's all. Oh, <laughs> I have opinions on that. It's so annoying. I have opinions on it. I know. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna guess they're different opinions. I'm. I am going to put money that Mo and I have complete opposite opinions. I was watching the episode last night and I was like, I can hear Mo already. It's like she needed to do it. Her legal, like le- legalities, like Zach, what are you talking about? Like, it's smart. That's Leah smart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to. Like, yep. He knew. Yep. 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 I yep. Yep. Yup. 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 What's that? Wendy Williams. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. So let's get into this. We open up with um, our sixth real housewife, um, Martin the Boxer. Um, Martin the Boxer. And Ebony, uh, and they're like, you know, doing like the boxing thing. She's telling him about the grandma. And then um, we cut to Lou and Ramona. And Lou is going to host a birthday party for Ramona and Sonia. It's going to be a little bit more intimate. There's not going to be um, 50 of her best girlfriends there. No, just uh, four or five. She said, I know sometimes I do four, five, six, 10, 12. Depends. 50. <laughs> 50. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're having like this kind of like back and forth scene where it's like cutting to the boxer. Sonia joins. Um, I like the line when it was like, um, when he was like, you look great to like Ebony and she was like, black don't crack. And then like Sonia was like, but blondes do. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm blonde. I don't want to crack. <laughs> Bitch, you're like artificially blonde. <laughs> This is from birth. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Those roots say differently, baby. Get it touched up. <laughs> Someone <laughs> no, needs like to go to the, the salon. I like the root look. I like to like wear the blonde until like the very top, like very much like 1990s, like boy bander. I used to have to bleach my hair for swim team. And so like, um, it was disgusting because my hair would be bleached and then I'd be in a pool full of chlorine. So it'd be like dry. It'd be like, Hey, it was like, uh, it was so gross. Oh, that's gross. The only thing that's saving my blonde hair is Olaplex. Like that's it. I use that shit. Like it's fucking water. It's expensive Um, too. No, like I didn't do anything, but like kind of the purple shampoo or whatever, but that was it. And then one year, one year, me and my friends thought it would be the, best idea to not just only dye her hair blonde, but to dye her hair our school colors. When I tell you I will never look uglier than I did my sophomore year of high school, I'm not 
exaggerating. Like there's people. I dyed my hair like aqua blue my sophomore year of high school, and I was fat as hell. And I wore I was wearing like Panic at the Disco shirts. As well. <laughs> so I think, I think I got you beat. Um, I not no. I think you're you you get buckle up for this one. Okay, I didn't know how to dress because I was in the closet at the time, and I was in high school. Damn, double homicide. Yeah, double homicide. Um, <laughs> two, I dyed my hair our school colors, which were blue and red. So it turned and mushed and like chlorinated my hair and it was like purple because I was in the chlorine from swimming. So then it was like purple. It was like this gross purple color. I was about to get braces, but before I could get my braces, I had to get a palette expander, which a palette expander is what they put on the roof of your mouth to like get your jaw right. And it create you have to crank it every single night and it creates a gap in your two front teeth. So I had a, a huge ass gap, like a huge gap in between my two front teeth with this purple fried hair and like baggy Hollister no, clothes. Not this, not this. So I think I have you beat. I, I was a gap I mean, tooth bitch. <laughs> I think you're not a gap tooth bitch. I'm sorry I called you a gap tooth bitch. It's not your fault you're so gap tooth. <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a tough time in my life, and I'm like, I will never look uglier than I did. At least I can look forward to that. I will never look more ugly than I did myself. For your I deleted all those pictures. I have like no high school pictures. I'm like, no. They, I'm like high school never happened. Mine are still floating around the internet somewhere. I think. Can't um, say the same. <laughs> I'm glad you did a full like. <laughs> did a sweep. full wipe, honey. A sweep. Full sweep. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we're with the boxer. They're like, you know, talking about um, Sonia's like parents and everything like that. And like, like the boxers do it. Like he's like, so and I don't, I wouldn't want to go to that. He's like, I would too. see. I had, a, I was like, oh my God, he's so deep in therapeutic. Like I need to go to him. Like I was so in, I was like very invested. I don't know. I, I guess that's like not my type of therapy, but like, I mean, if it is yours, go off. Like, but I will listen to anybody that will talk to me about my life. I'm like, yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, this happened. You're like, you're like boxing. You're like punching the shit out of this bag. You're like, yeah, this and this and this. And then one coke out night, a twist. I like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Then I went home with and three then I threw, And then I threw a flower pot in the back of Vinny's car. <laughs> I didn't throw that. I didn't throw it. You, that was it. You? I thought it was you. No, it was my cousin. <gasps> T. Oh my gosh! I always thought it was you. I was like, <laughs> people were like, "How do you have a podcast with the kid who threw a flower pot in the back of your <laughs> best friend's like car?" He had insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a that was such a mess, girl. Um, anyways, let's get back on track to this Roni episode. But so Lou and Ramona are scared for Sonia. They're talking about how, you know, we cut to that scene where, um, Ramona was like, I couldn't help him. And I like abandoned him and I couldn't help him, which was, I, I hate, I'm, I'm sorry. I did a impression of a like really dark moment for her, but, uh, it's yeah, just, that was, whatever. That was weird. <laughs> It's whatever she does, whatever she does, like her like crying voice. And it seems like very like forced. And I know like, um, I like at this point, I think it's just like her, but it's like, I can't help it. Sorry. That was rough. (laughs) 
was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a really bad accident and not to be taken lightly. Um, not. But, and then she was like, he had one or she's like, yeah, he had like one or two drinks. I'm like, girl. She was like, I don't know girl. a drink or two. She was, I think he was on something. I don't know a drink or two. And I go, he crashed into a tree. I don't think it was a drink or two. I don't think it was a drink or two. Um, That's fucking tragic though. That is really sad. And so like, I think they're just worried about Sonia, you know, one little night, you know, Luann was talking about how her little night was like crazy when she had her Palm Beach moment. And then we flashed to the Palm Beach. Don't touch me. I'll fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> I'm, sorry, that, I'm sorry. That was iconic. That was iconic. I mean, I don't know. That was messy. That was one of my favorite Roni seasons when they all found out. Like, they came back from little their little two-week break, and it was like, they all got their phone message. Oh, my God. Luann was arrested in Palm Beach. I mean, I will never forget when I found out before, like, filming. I mean, like, when... It was I a mean, holiday. Yeah, it was New Year's, wasn't it? Yeah, I was like... Yeah, I was like... No, I think it was Christmas Eve. I think it was Christmas Eve. It was one or, of the Eves. Yeah. It was one of the eves, and I was like, holy fucking shit. I remember just my so many people were talking about it. Yeah, and it was like insane. It was insane. That was the time before like this stan Twitter and this nasty Twitter, like people on Twitter. Like that was way before then. So I feel like I wonder what would happen now with that. <laughs> I don't know if it <laughs> you said like Twitter like eight times in that one little like paragraph. You're like, that was before Stan Twitter, the nasty Twitter, the Twitters, and uh, before. And then Twitter you know, like got... the tweeters of the Twitter <laughs> of Twitter. No, it is true. Like, uh, Stan culture is like a little like kind of crazy. House the Housewives like Bravo world is like kind of like cutthroat. Like on on like Instagram, it's like a little bit more PG, but on Twitter, it's like people are like cutting bitches left and right. Like we saw it today, yeah. the Dallas news. Like people were like. Like fight Maggie was freaking fighting with the Dallas stand account. over Dallas, literally <laughs> choices. Get a grip, choices, mm, choices. Um, hmm. but yeah. So then Lou um changes the subject about the song that she's coming out with. So she's coming out with a Christmas song. Wow, <laughs> it's like how does that little line that they all say where it's like, oh, it's not what I want for Christmas is you. It's like. It's like and for Christmas, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. For Christmas, all I want is this. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I want for Christmas? Just you. Okay, hold up. But what do I want? But what do what? I want? Here we but what do I want? But what do, do I, I want, want for Christmas? Christmas? Go down on this. Christmas. Christmas. There you go. Christmas. There you go. But what do, do I want for Christmas? Christmas? Just you. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. I really am just very excited. Yeah, to hear I will it, be but, bopping. We'll be but, bopping along. But I'm upset. I was when I was watching it. I was upset that this wasn't done when it was like Tinsley Carol Dorinda. I'm, oh, kind, of, I'm kind of mad that it wasn't during that era. I would have loved to have like the seven wives like all in it or Be- and Bethany in it too, and. I'm sorry, Mo. Okay, I don't want just, Ebony and Leah on the track. I, okay, let's get into this, though. Do you not think that Bethany would have been the same way? Like, where's this song going? How much is going to the proceeds? Like, do we need to, someone need to sign this? Like, where's how much money you're going to make off of this? What uh, charities is actually going to? Like, 
what are the the realities of this? I don't know. Bethany wasn't on the season, Mo. I don't know. I think Bethany would have been that because Bethany's a smart businesswoman and the man is a con. I don't, I really don't think that Bethany would have cared. I think that Bethany would have 100% cared. Like you think that Bethany Frankel, queen of contracts and millions of dollars would have just given her voice up and been like, yep, I'll be in the music video and give you my voice. Like, okay. And wherever it goes, it goes. No. Okay. Let me take that back. I think that Bethany would have brought it up, but I don't think that Bethany would have dragged it out as long as Leah dragged it out. She brought it up like three times. The three times too many. Three times too many. It was annoying. I was like, I was like, I mean, the first time she asked, I the the third time brought on that fight, which was a great fight at the end. But like, whatever, it gave us something, I guess, in the episode. Does she think that? Does she think that like this is gonna like chart like Mariah Carey every Christmas? Like, like I just no. But Bravo Music does chart. Luann does do cabaret. She does like go on Bravo Music charts. I mean, not Where? Parts, show me those. Money. Show me those. Like, show me those did, statistics. She did have a point when she was like, well, if it wasn't making money, then you wouldn't be donating anything. But like, how much of the proceeds are you going to donate? When are you capping the proceeds of the donation? Like, how, is our voice going to be like taken somewhere else? You know, I don't know. I think make- like I, at, at that point, then just call your lawyer and have him call Luann's lawyer or her call Luann's lawyer and like make it like it was just so we're like way ahead of ourselves. This is way down my list. Um, <laughs> we weren't even like, wait, we were like, like, let's get into it. I just came here to fight. <laughs> like, I just we, came we, here to fight. We just opened this zoom and we we're just like, I'm, I'm here to fight. Um, <laughs> do you know that Jeff? The, uh, the meme from basketball wise. And she's like, okay, everybody, I just came here to fight. <laughs> no. See, I'm thinking of the Vixen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I'm thinking of the basketball ice clip. I just came here to fight. It's in the same episode of Girl, we're going to Islam. <laughs> Do you know that? See, no, I don't because I don't watch basketball wives. I'm I, I know it's like, like it's always on Twitter though. It's like always on Twitter culture, even though people don't watch it. But I you said know, watch you it. Should, it's a good I, show. I know I should. It's like, but it's like I just have so much like other reality TV that like just I'm consumed with. This is about Bravo. Wow. It's not about v- VH1, sweetie. It could be about VH1 soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> we'll right. Um, okay, but let's go. Let's go back um, a little bit. Uh, so Ebony is FaceTiming Ashley, which is her potential sister. Um, nice girl. Sweet. Nice. Seems beautiful like gowns. Girl. Beautiful dresses. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful dresses. I actually uh, thought the storyline was really sweet. I, I like, did too. This was this is one of the most captivating points of the episode. This is, I think, in the episode when I turned to myself and said, "It's a good episode." <laughs> like I'm no. The storyline is like nice. This is what like, this is just, what made you turn around and think this was a good episode. But that's yeah, so. I was like invested. I was invested in the story. The bar is at the floor, everyone. <laughs> the bar is the bar is at like level zero. But it's I don't know. I thought like the storyline was good. It is. Um, no, I, I think it's a, a nice, I don't think it's that interesting, but I think it's like a nice to see, um, her like life or like her backstory more about Ebony. I mean, um, we always talk about lack of storyline, lack of storyline here. She's giving us the fact that she wasn't raised with her father. This girl was kind of raised with the father. He was a piece of shit to both of them in and out of their lives. And now they're going to figure out if they're actually related or not doing this all on camera. I feel like it's pretty captivating. For me personally, I was captivated. 
I wasn't captivated. I was like intrigued, but I wasn't like, okay, well, those are two definitions for the same word, bitch. Intrigued, captivated, intrigued and captivated are the same word. There are levels to the same to the same meaning as levels, levels. to this shit. <laughs> levels. levels. Um, <laughs> no, um, but did you notice that Ebony's phone case is an Ebony K. Williams phone case? No, she is not the marketing queen she thinks she is. It's, it says EKW on the back. And I'm like, I was like, I this is really it. branding. Like she's really branding. You know, but so Ebony wants a relationship with Ashley. She actually think like she actually gets along with her. Like I think they'll be friends even if the DNA test comes back that they're not siblings. Um, it, de- it definitely did seem like a genuine relationship and a genuine friendship. Um, so it will be. Yeah, it was interesting how they were talking about like how they had no like ties to their father when he passed, like no emotional like ties. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is crazy. But like it's very. Um, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> what is intriguing to me about the whole situation is I do think that like Ebony, it's kind of crazy that like I come from like, so I come from like a bigger family on my mom's side is my mom's family's fucking huge. It's like half of Puerto Rico is my mom's family. I swear. Yeah. Like, I, I think my family's the, uh, the other half. half. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably related and we just don't even know. We're it. probably related somewhere down the line. Um, because I have so many cousins that I don't like even know. Um, and so, and then on my dad's side, like it's a pretty like decent size, but like Ebony literally just has her mom, according to Ebony. Um, right. I mean, but like if, so she didn't really know who her dad was growing up. There wasn't hundred percent confirmation if this was her father. And then she just has like her mom's side of the family, which I'm sure her mom has like brothers and sisters, but like how close to them is she, you know? Right. Right. Like not everyone's super close to their cousins. Like I'm, my cousins are like my siblings. Um, but like not everyone has that relationship. Right. Right. So it might just be her immediate family is like what she considers family and what she's known as family. Cause I think she said like when they went down to visit her mom's family in like South Carolina or somewhere. So like they probably didn't live with them. So she would see them from time to time. Yeah. So it's, um, a captivating, beautiful, intriguing story of Ebony K. Williams and her her search for her family, according to Modesto, which is the highlight of this whole season, I guess. Highlight of the season to me. Hey. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come for me. <laughs> uh, but so then we cut to uh, Lou and Leah checking out the venue t- for Ramona and Sonia's birthday. Um, it's a cute little venue. It's got a great view. Um, very cute. Yeah. Lou is hiring male dancers that she was saying is cabaret dancers. And once we get to that part, those were not cabaret dancers. Those Leo were sweaty a- 1999 rentmen.com strippers. strippers. And they, I think they both went home together. Cause like at later in the party, they were both just like talking to each other in the corner. I'm like, those two men are going to fuck each other. <laughs> did you see that? Like, no, I did not notice that. I was too busy paying attention to talking. Ramona trying to get dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> they were while everyone was talking they were just in the corner by themselves like very close like talking like in each other's faces and i was like oh they're they gonna fuck maybe they did good for them good for her good for them i'd watch oh my gosh and subscribe <laughs> only fans of <laughs> only fans i can't subscribe to another only fans i'm i'm capped <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think your bank account can handle it anymore. Your your, your bank account is gonna yeah. be like, why, why why does it just say 
OnlyFans, 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 OnlyFans. OF, 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 OF. Sometimes they'll like, it, I'll get an alert and it's like, is this you? Is this fraud? I'm like, no, I want to pay 499 to see this man's ass. Like, <laughs> it's me. So we got a um, Lisa Rinna name drop in this episode, which I thought was very did. funny. Because um, she was in like, she was Feeling Giovanni. Feeling Giovanni. <laughs> Feeling Giovanni. You know, you know what? trying to use that as like leverage. Like, well, Lisa Renna was in my video, and Leah was like, oh, cool. Which one? Why? <laughs> 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 it's like, great. I love the Countess Luann songs. I'm going to help them chart. I'm going to be the Countess oh, Luann fan who's, I'm going to help them chart. You're going to chart, and then you're going to cause another fight between them when the Christmas one charts, and they don't see a fucking penny from it. You know what? Should have charted. Um, Viva la diva! Viva la diva! Viva la diva! Viva la diva. <laughs> I, love, I love how that. How does it start? Or it's like, there's a diva deep in you. <laughs> it's like a RuPaul song. It do, it's very much that energy, and she gives I that energy. I listen to RuPaul songs a lot. I do too. What's what was that? Um. My favorite moment from the finale um, of RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race last year was when RuPaul went on dance. It was like, glitter and diamonds, friends <laughs> of gold. <laughs> you sound just like him. What the fuck? That's really good. <laughs> hey, I worked at Abercrombie. Half of the playlist was like RuPaul songs. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I remember when Sissy That Walk was on the playlist. Um, I love Sissy That Walk. Not Sissy, not Sissy That Walk. But yeah, so they are talking about the song. Okay, I will give this to you. <clears throat> Leah did have a good confessional this episode. Her new confessional, I did like it. Um, it, it was. I didn't. You. I. I cannot. <laughs> I literally. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving this. I can't stand you. This is what? Why? This is the end. I don't know. I just didn't like like how like perfect the top messy bun was. It was giving me very much like Snooky Jersey Shore, and I'm like, why? Like, I get a cute messy bun, but it was like a perfectly like circular like bun on top of her head with like a weird blazer. I didn't love it. I do love it. Was perfect. So if if it was like a perfectly circular, how messy was it? How is that a messy bun? It wasn't a messy bun. I wish it was a messy bun, like with a cute, like, I don't so know. So then how is she I just, I was... if it's perfect? You just contradicted yourself 12 times in that whole critique. This is not, <laughs> I didn't this like is not it, Project okay, Runway or fashion. <laughs> this is not fashion photo review. Project. This is about Bravo. <laughs> this is not Tudor Boot. Bitch, I should start a Tudor Boot. We should start a Tudor Boot. We should. There will all be boots for me. <laughs> Most well, I them. like this. I like this. But um, so Lou and Garth are taking a break. Um, Lou is just, you know, focusing on herself and doing her thing, which I think is like good. And, you know, I think Sonia would have probably killed Garth if she would have stayed with him any longer. Um, I hate that she was like, I was so upset over the TMZ article, the page six. Like, no, you weren't, bitch. You were foaming at the mouth. Any press is good press. Yeah. What was like, Especially what was Lou. the article? I looked, looked down because that's how bored I was. Like, I looked down and I missed it. And then I forgot, like, what article was like put out? It was like a page six article of them. Like it was on, I know it was on Wendy Williams. That's where I remember it from. But like, it was just them walking in New York. 
Oh. And they were like, Luann's a new man, spotted. So it was like pictures of them all over New York, the Hamptons. So I think they just went public. That's like, it? Official. I That's thought it was it. something else. Wow. No, it wasn't juicy at all. It wasn't juicy. I think there was like a little PDA maybe, but oh. nothing like, nothing to break up a relationship over. Okay. Well, it's time to record Lou's new song. Ramona's up first. She's working. They're working with that like producer. I think his name was like Billy or something or. Yeah. Didn't he produce like some really big song? Yeah, I think he did. He's like, yeah, he's not, yeah, not like, it's not just like a, some nobody, like, you know. Yeah, he produced something big. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was something. There's something. But Ramona's part <laughs> made me laugh, and I just cannot wait to hear it on the track. And 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 if Sonia's is anything like that, no knows who this, that Fiber One no. song. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Fiber One. I wake up, boys, and this just. That song's a no, no, that song's kind of a bop. I wish it was on streaming. It is. Is it? Yeah, it's on my housewives playlist. I listen to it all the time. You never sent me that playlist. Oh, I know. I need to. You got to send me that. I'll remind you soon. I (laughs) doing it now. But yeah. So, what do you think of like this? These little like recording sessions. Uh, Ramona was terrible, but just so Ramona. So I lived for that. Um, Sonia was Sonia. I love when she came in and was like, "Diamonds and panties and you." (laughs) (laughs) Sonia's like um, a performer. Sonia's a performer. Sonia's just she's not. She's she's not like a. She's not like a a, a, like this huge talent, but she knows how to work a room. Like she is captivating. That yes, proper proper word choice. Proper word choice. Yes. There you go. No, I have. Okay, so I'm looking at this playlist because we talked about all these. Um, Tardy for the party, money can't buy you class. Don't think I'm not expensive. Google me, <laughs> cheating on me. Stay prayed up. That's the one that I was talking about with Candy. It was like, I stay prayed. I never up. heard that one. <laughs> Do, oh, unnecessary trouble. Demetria Kenny featuring Candy. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, that was like the lost season of Atlanta. Season Demetria. seven. Yeah, I didn't really love that season. That was like that's the Puerto Rico mad. read was, and everything like that. I that love, was that was good. I love um that's a good season. I love when um Demetria, they're all like all getting to know each other. She's like, Yeah, I'm dating Roger Bob. He's like amazing. And then that one girl with like the blue wig or whatever is like, When did you date him? Off and on seven, eight years dating Roger Bob. Um great relationship. He's my best friend. The D is exquisite. Don't tell girls that. And I love him. What's your on and off eight years? Or what did you say, seven and a half years? Woo! Um, We met on the set of House of Pain. Because we were not supposed to be dating, we had to be real incognito, and that kind of put a big strain on it, so we kind of separated. It was kind of like he needed to leave me to see if he could be without me. Was that within the last year, two years? Year and a half, two years ago. Okay. I dated him too. You what? I dated him too. She's like, she's like, I'm also dating Robert. And then she's like, (laughs) she's like, "Mm, I dated him too. She's like, when? Oh she's like, that- around that time? <laughs> around that time? That's also when they're sitting in the circle and she's like, you ap- accused Apollo of having AIDS. And he's like, AIDS? To accuse Apollo and I of having AIDS. I thought- AIDS? Oh, nobody accused you of that. 
AIDS. AIDS. I was shocked. But yeah, honestly, that would not that would not fly today. That is not PC. Like that season would not have aired in like 2021. No, that's the season with AIDS and um, your clit so has left your body. Literally, that, that could stay. That could stay. That's iconic. It's a yes, it is iconic, but it's it's it was very like it still was like jarring at the time to hear that. Like, it was vulgar. It was very vulgar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this your is pussy a good is worn out, girl. <laughs> your whore. <laughs> I'm uh, sending this to you right now. I can't wait to listen to this playlist. Um, but anyways, let's get back to uh, Roni. So the girls, Ebony's, um, we'll see how it sounds. Leah um, almost didn't even get recorded because she was talking about the legalities of it, which like, okay. Like I get like the first, like I get like being, um, like upfront about it and like ask, like, I understand that. Well, she talked about it before and then she talked about it in front of the producers. Like, I don't want to get sued if it, if you guys are like sampling and they're like, this is like, it's like, I'm like Leah, it's a Countess Luann song. Yeah. But how does she know that they're not sampling it? And like housewives are in legal trouble all the time. Luann last season, when Leah came on for the first time, their biggest fight last season was about her not paying Sonia. So I think her mindset, she went into it with like, okay, Luann's shady in business deals and like just thinks about herself in cabaret and it's not, life's not a cabaret. So I think she went in like, okay, I need to make sure I'm that just, I'm secure. I'm just kind of like, it's it's a Countess Luann song. It's a Countess Luann I know, song. but I still, I still like, get this why. This isn't a Mariah Carey. I understand her like, you know, exact, like, trying to figure it out but like it was just it got this is my problem with leah this season is that she finds something that she could use for like a plot point for like a minute but it should only be a minute plot point where like you argue for a little bit and then you move on to the next thing and she drags them out because she has nothing else to do and i'm like i don't think it was dragged though they ended it by the end of the episode she brought it up three times once to luann once to the producer and then they fought for a minute it was too it was too too much it should have been one scene it should have been a one scene fight well they gave us something i didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) i didn't like it i liked it i was not here for it i know i did write in my notes this fight is so stupid but i'm kind of living it's no crystal v sutton i'll tell you that I'm very Tell sad. Tell us what your ugly leather pants. I'm very sad that they're not airing. Guys, we don't have a new Beverly Hills this week. So this episode I'm is sad Potomac too. and New York. I, so I'm like, oh. No. Oh. Oh. No. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, so it's, it's time for the birthday party. Um, that male model's there that they painted. Yeah. I thought he was a gay, but I guess he's not. Maybe he's like, maybe he's fluid. Bisexual. Maybe Pansexual. He likes, maybe he likes both. Maybe he likes whatever. Remember when, like, two seasons ago, when uh, Sonia was like, you're gender liquid. And <laughs> she was like, no, I'm not gender liquid. I'm bisexual. It's like, no, no, no. I hang off a lot of gays. You are gender liquid. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me, like, the vibe of, like, um sex is like sex and like um yeah like a hole's a hole yeah very much that yeah energy a hole's a hole 
I mean, like, I was attracted to him and when he was modeling in the beginning of the season. And I was like, I will be that hole. But then this episode, I was like, ew, you're fucking gross. I don't want to be that hole. But who am I kidding? I'll still be that hole. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> Open, Open up the safe, wide. Bitch. Open up the safe. Bitches got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, he's there. Um, also, like, the there's another model there named Dylan who kind of looked like the pirate from uh was it Turks and Caicos? Yeah. Um that Louis he, he was way hotter than the pirate. He was so hot. He was hot. And um they're like, how do you know Ramona? And Ramona's like, I know him through people. That was so funny. That was like a that genuinely made me cackle when like um Sonia's confessional was like, people, she clearly want me to know know how she knows him but people it was so funny you think she fucked him yes or at least or at least least, i don't know i think she's like a freak the way that she whispered in that guy's ear was like what i would do at the end of a twist night like literally i've been hiding back here for a second just like you know i was like you have my address right okay yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> that hot mic moment, I was cackling. You have my address, right? She's like, hey, she let me give was, it. she's like, let me give it to you. I'm like, oh my god. She was definitely trying to get pounded out. You're right. Oh my gosh, right. she was like booking that dick appointment, which good for her. Good, and then she left. She was like, I am leaving, and I am ready to fuck. But okay, so like, I was just so confused because I was like, all right, this is supposed to be this intimate party, and there's all these like random like dick appointments here. Like yeah, that, that was, was so random. It felt like a cast, like they paid this cast of male models. It, it was just really like I was like, okay, like are the and it's like not like they really like know Ramona and Sonia. It was just like very like weird. And I was like, and at one point I was like, are these like the dancers that like Lou hired and they're gonna like strip down? And then all of a sudden, nope, nope. They sat down for the show and those two um big lots dancers came. <laughs> Not big lots. It was weird that they made these like dancers come out in front of these straight male models who had to like awkwardly watch these men like gyrate. Well, maybe that one in front of them model liked it. I think maybe they all liked it because the other one was like, he has nice hair. Yeah, I, was no, like, I then, think they all just want to fuck each other. And so the one that Ramona went home was Will from last season, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so. Then we um, get Ebony talking. She's having a black Shabbat dinner, like a black Jewish dinner. Um, and the. Uh, <laughs> what? Like, what do yeah, you got to yeah. say? Nothing. I was like, yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, um, I was like, what? <laughs> no. Um, Shabbat Shalom. 
and Sonia or not Sonia Ramona was just not having like, like that. Like she had to say that it's a black dinner and why is race got to be involved. And it's I just like, like, so I, like and, and that moment, I did not think that Ebony was even trying to be preachy. I think Ramona was just like being triggered. That's where like white fragility. That was, that was like a white fragility. moment. Yeah. It was like, you're white for like white women get like that because like race makes them feel so uncomfortable and like guilty because white people have been so fucking ugh. but like she just was going insane i'm like dude calm down yeah, yeah like, i was like i was like naming a part i was like that didn't upset me what upset me is that bershawn is not invited to it that upset me that like, like i was like why is come it on, black people that can rude. go that was so rude i did not like it. it did not sit well with me at all i was like ebony she's like it's not a black shabbat book. dinner but the one black person in the group cannot come who hasn't <laughs> done anything to you either She's like, yeah, you uh, COVID and all, you know, uh, there's restrictions and I want to take the black people that I actually know and I've been to Israel and uh, that's just not you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then you're, and then, but you're inviting Ramona? Like, who has clearly stated that she doesn't like your little like dinners where you're, you know, trying to educate. Trying to show culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like she's been like people. very vocal about it. Where like, Bershon has not. Like, but Bershon It was very like, rude to me. I didn't like it. It did not sit well with me at all. Me nope. neither. I was like, okay, was way like, to alienate the one other person of color in this group or this cast. I'm like the one sis that is trying to entertain us. The one. Like, come on. That pissed me off. I was really irritated. That pissed me off, too. I was like, you got to be kidding me here. It was funny, though, how she just came up and was standing there and she was like, I can't come. She was like, like no. no. And it was so awkward when Ebony was like, oh, uh, oh, hi. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Ebony, no, not this. I feel like we've all been in that situation, though. And it's like, Ugh. like, there's so many times when you like go out with the work people and there's like those two people that, you know, you don't want to come. So you have to like get out at the same time. And be like, okay, yeah. meet me at this block. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then the cakes come out. It's a penis cake and a vagina cake. It's a chubby pussy. I saw on it's, it's a. Uh, did you see the pictures on Instagram of them, like unblurred out? Yeah, they look very realistic. They did. I understand why they blurred them out. <laughs> they were very realistic, were and very... Leah just put that big dick cake in her mouth, like the dick eating the tip like, of it. I was like, it was like girth. It was like veiny. It was girth. <laughs> when someone asked Ramona, "Can you take that?" and she said, "I think not. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I think not." But yeah, I was like, like neither she, girl, she neither. Didn't, she didn't take the cake, but she definitely took something because she secured. She took something home. You have my address, right? <laughs> she secured an appointment. But yeah, so that was Roni this week, and it was um, it was something. It was it was an episode. It was um, <laughs> on Bravo know, TV. It was a forty-seven minute, you know, you know, piece of uh, entertainment. A captivating entertainment. <laughs> I'm like just kind of like let's wrap it, let's wrap it up, let's wrap it up. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm I liked it. The next episode looks good too. When Sonia says that she fucked the guy, but she ended up just being really fucking blackout drunk in his bed and didn't leave. Yeah, I know that's funny. That that's gonna be awkward. I'm excited for that. But yeah, so um, that's it for Ronies. Stay tuned. We got Real Housewives of Potomac coming next. I 
didn't come for you at Karen's house because I respect people's house, but today I have time. TikTok. Like, you don't even go here. Listen. She was basically saying name is that Wendy. I was coming off as being shady because I was uplifting you at the table. I love the fact that you're trying to get to know all of us. I am just being Mia. I will forever be transparent. Can I say something? Can I say something? You have to understand. You said, you said, you said I was acting shady. You were. Okay? So you no. tried it. This is no. Your issue is not with me. Your issue is with yourself because every Ooh. 10 seconds you put your foot in your mouth. Are you okay? No, I'm okay. I'm not having really any signs of labor yet. Okay. So I really think it's gonna be a couple more days. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. You're dismissed. I have time today. Oh. This is not Zenway. Oh, Zenway has time today. Oh. Clearly, she's unhappy at home. So. Uh, no, sweetie, you're unhappy at home. That's why I need uh, you to clip this. Girl, ah! I don't have time for small-minded people. No, but you were dismissed. Goodbye. All right, so let's get into this Potomac episode. This was like, Potomac is so fucking funny, you guys. Oh, wait, Mo. No. What is Isn't that? He cute? My little dog, my old man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's so old. He's like 13. He's my sister's dog, but <laughs> I, I, thought I, take it was a, I thought it was like this little puppy. And then all of a sudden you put it to the camera and I'm like, oh, it is no, old. Look at him. He's an old man. Look at his little tongue out. His tongue. What's his name? It's Oreo. Oreo. Yeah. Cute. I want a dog. Cute. I haven't had one. Yeah, me too. But like, uh, I got so much life to live. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Me too. Me too, bitch. (laughs) Same, same, same. Okay. So with Potomac, um, so we open up uh, with Robin in bed at her townhouse. She just seems like really fatigued and out of it. Like um, someone DM'd us on like the Instagram today. And I like agree, like she could be like low key, like, depressed like that's what it's like giving me i think it's like i don't i think it's fake i think it's like a (laughs) fake story (laughs) i'm like i'm genuinely worried for robin's mental health and most like i think she doesn't have anything else to give (laughs) i think that it's completely fake that scene was so fucking cringe and like fake i was like okay she's not like sleeping like production's in her house like they just let themselves in and like all morning have just been hanging out there also juan wake up the kids your fucking self you loser the that, was, that annoyed me i was like he said why aren't the kids up i was like you're walking around go wake them up you're, you're up wake them up also i hate when men do this like the woman does not have to do everything you're an asshole i don't think juan's this great guy that we all think he is like he's left robin before i think but I do think this scene was one of the fakest things I've ever seen in my goddamn life on Bravo. I don't think. Oh, that's a that's a statement. <laughs> I don't think that um, Juan is like the worst. But like, I don't think I don't he's know. the worst. But I don't think he's this guy that he's pretending to be, like this great guy that everyone puts him out to be because he's hot. Is he pretending? Is he even pretending to be that? Like, I don't get that. No, vibe. I think people give him this stigma of like, oh, he's a good guy. Like, look at him because he's fucking hot as hell. But I think that he's like, I don't know. I don't think he's this great man that he pretends to be or they people think he is. True. OK, but we this scene, uh, this scene was fake, though. <laughs> I was thinking that like there's like those scenes in Housewives where I'm like when they're like sleeping or like they're like. And I'm like, there's like a man standing there with a camera there's and producers and sound guys the house is filled with people and you just like woke up went to sleep woke up went to sleep like that didn't happen and it's like 30 minutes later you're still in bed and i was like they just stayed there and watched you sleep for 30 minutes 
is there more of a Robin storyline than this? I can't get out of bed. I'm tired. I wake up at 1030. Like, Robin, we know you're late to everything. You always wake up late. Like, this is nothing new here. All the women, like, live, like, super far away. Yeah, they all live hours away. Robin lives, like, almost the farthest. Well, I think Wendy does. Wendy lives the farthest. Um, Did you see that TikTok that like mapped all the women's houses from actual Potomac mm-hmm. and it was like closest to farthest and then they did it with Beverly Hills and Atlanta too. You know whose TikToks I really like are that um I forget her name. I think it's like something bored. Um uh I forget her name, but she like always comes out with these um TikToks. Let me let me find it because I wanna give her like a little bit of credit. <laughs> Um, but she always comes out with these uh TikToks of like she had like a series where it was like um housewife houses, and then it was like, are they McMansions or are they just like it's the same house? girl? That's the same queen, girl that did Oh yeah, um, Queen Board, Queen Board. Yeah, I like her TikToks a lot too. Um, it's the same girl that did like the mapping of the housewives. She's like, This McMansion. I like she's I just really like, good. I like she's yeah, she's entertaining. She's good. If you um, don't follow her on TikTok, you should. And if you don't follow us, you should also do that as well. <laughs> yeah, and if you're going to repost our memes from Instagram on your TikTok, tag us. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Call <Good>. it out. <laughs> Just throw that in there. Content not that hard to make up, guys. Oop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of a moment this week. <laughs> um, but I'm so... Like sipping my... Sipping your water. <laughs> No, it's coffee. Oh, you got, I don't know. You, I just watched you drink like a water and then you're like, you're going back and forth. You got like 18 drinks by you. This is, if anyone knows anything about me, like sober or not, I always have a drink in hand, multiple drinks. Like I like, and that's why he always has to pee. And that's why I got to pee. At least the pee is clear. The water has run clear. Okay. We don't need to know the dilution or like whatever, like you're. Whatever color you're being, we just know that you, whenever we're recording the podcast, he literally goes like, I've had to like make it a thing where it's like, I'm like the dad where I'm like, we're going on like a vacation. We're on like a long road trip. I'm like, did you go to the bathroom? Like before we start, like, it's like, it's like, and I'm like, no, let me do that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's get back to Potomac and off of the topic of Mo's urine. So um, we got to Karen and Ray. Um, Karen is working on her brand, La Dame. um, And she's like, you know, filling in, um, Ray on what happened, like what's been going on with like her and Giselle. And we're also getting a scene with Giselle meeting Ashley for lunch. And it's kind of like going like a little bit back and forth, um, between those two scenes. Um, but during the Giselle and Ashley scene, Giselle is expressing concern for Ashley about Michael um, Giselle was so damn messy and this is when I appreciate Giselle she was like True. so Michael nervous about the the nanny with him mm, I don't know your husband gonna cheat <laughs> it's like and 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 who says Ash- that to someone Ashley screwed either way <laughs> you know yeah, Ashley's like I think we're good with him this time like everything's gonna be different and uh <laughs> Giselle's like I don't know I'm nervous <laughs> I mean Eating, chomping on that salad Ashley was like I appreciate your concern but I do not have the same concern. <laughs> Worry about the pastor, girl. Worry about the pastor. Worry Dr. about Holy the pastor. Dr. Holy Whore. Pastor Holy Whore. Um, but yeah, so then... It's um, Jamal coming? It, of course not. 
Um, but so then they are talking about Karen's like love party and um, she's bringing up what Mia was saying about Giselle. And she says Giselle in like um, third person, which was, I thought was really weird. She was like, it wasn't like, she was like, um, and Mia brought up Giselle and how she, and I was like, you're sitting across. You're sitting across from Giselle. It was like, it was super weird to me. And Mia like, brought up you. Why did, yeah, it was just very like, I was like, why is Ashley speaking in like third person right now? Um, I love that. Ask. This is, this cast knows how to work. This is why Potomac is the best in the franchise right now. Number one, because every single person is working. They're messy. They're bringing up stuff. They're moving the story along. Even the friend of who's been on for all of five minutes later is like, Karen, I heard you drink a lot. Like everybody is working. Everyone pay attention. Take notes. Potomac yeah. Even Escala is. Yeah. Is putting in right work. away. She's, she's been in, on the show for about a whole five minutes. That's what, that's why it works. That's why this is the best cast. Hands down. No one's competing. Um, but so Giselle wants to have a pamper Ashley party because Ashley's about to pop, but she doesn't want to invite Karen, but Ashley is like, and this is where Ashley knows what to do. Ashley is like, no, you're not going to not invite Karen. We're not going to have a little cute little pamper party where you just pamper me and there's not going to be something entertaining for this damn show that we are on. Right. You She's know? like, Karen's my friend, a.k.a. Karen is a vital cast member on this show and you guys are feuding and she will be there. So um, then we get to um, Robin and this is where we meet Escala. She's Ethiopian. We get to Robin's mom's warehouse oh yeah <laughs> true um but so escala is friends with robin she's ethiopian she's stunning she looks very young um i believe she's married uh seems but like robin said um tell your parents to watch the kids did you catch that and oh. robin was like oh you're coming to the pamper party so tell your parents they have to watch the kids so i wonder if there's like a situation there i mean i'm interested wow to know good more about check it. i didn't you know what pick- I, do my, I do my work here okay i did not pick <laughs> that up that was a good <laughs> chat um but robin's working on her business embellished who's buying those hats who is buying those hats i understand like the okay wait you know, hold on people- we gotta we gotta we, we- <laughs> We slander Miss Robin Dixon a lot on this podcast. I need to make it clear that I do not really have a problem with Robin. I like Robin. I think that she's a very nice woman. I just don't know if she should still be on the show as a full-time. I have a, I have a problem with Robin. I think that she is not as nice as she seems. And I think that she does not need to be on this show. <laughs> I, I think I'm if we're playing, sure she's really once again, nice. If we're playing Survivor, we are. She's the weakest one. Um, Robin. Yeah, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> but so Wendy comes to see uh, Robin, and she's talking about um, the like she's retelling her like part of like the Mia and Wendy back and forth, and you know that she's Zen Wen now. Stop trying to make Zen Wen happen. It's not going to happen. You know, it's going to be on a t-shirt by the end of the season. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of it. Robin, or Wendy's giving me, see, I was about to hate Robin. Uh, Wendy's giving me very much like just ruining the second, her second season. Like, I don't want her off the show at all, but she is just irking my every fucking nerve. Like, Which, like I liked her. 
which like I, which she's is not fine. like it's not bad. Like she's not like she's just she's doing okay. She's thinking she's giving what she's supposed to be giving, but it's not what's supposed to be given. Yeah, it's, it happens a lot with the sec. She's not given what's supposed to give. It happens a lot with second seasons. They see themselves on TV and she's like, oh, I got to make memeable, diffable moments and the TikTok and the Zen Wen. And it's like, it's, they're just falling hard. They're, yeah, bust, I'm like, they're busting. I'm, they're busting like Ashley's about to bust. I'm not into it. And if I have to hear Zen Wen one more time, I'm going to like lose my mind. Enough. I have a feeling that you're going to lose your mind this season because <laughs> I think then things then when is here to stay. <laughs> I, I hate it here. <laughs> I, I hate it here. But so then we cut to Candace and her bonus children. I hate how they put the bonus children thing every single time. <laughs> I do not like that. Um, but so Candace is FaceTiming Dorothy, which Dorothy should take Robin's place at this point, to be honest, because Dorothy is, I love Dorothy is messy as hell. You know, Dorothy so will be messy. waiting. Dorothy will pay Bravo to be a housewife. She's like, okay, how much do I have to pay you? Literally. No, seriously. And so she's facing her mother, fills her in um, that she's getting tea with Karen and that Chris is now managing her and is her husbander, which also stopped trying to make that happen. It's not going Add to that to the list of things that are not going to happen. They're, that's the, my only complaint right now with Potomac. Is that they're trying to make a lot of, lot of catchphrase work. Like a little like forced memeables memeable moments yeah and it's like you guys are funny on your own like that's why everyone loves you it's just it's just be funny on your own like i don't need you to come up with some forced um catchphrase it's like yeah it's it's let them happen organically and naturally because they do happen on this show more than any other one but dorothy's being shady about this husband (laughs) which like uh, it's also an appropriate concern see this is an appropriate concern to Mimo, I don't. I thought the Leah stuff was like annoying, but I thought this was like actually a good point. Because okay, but I don't see quite often. Chris doesn't give me one ounce of opportunist at all. No, like, but I'm not, sa- but 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 I get there's what, a history I get what her mom of saying. of people doing that. You know, there is, but he doesn't. He just doesn't give that to me, and it's. I think he like wants to grow together as a partnership, and like let's both make money, let's both level up, and use this platform that we have. Right. Um, so Karen and Wendy are having a little shark take moment. That's where we get to next. Wendy is showing her, her candles. And I just loved how Karen was just like, what, what's your, budget? Was, do you have, double it. Do you have a biz, business proposal? A paragraph? A paragraph? Not enough. Uh, not enough. Do you have a product? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> this is, she's like, I, I Wendy. I absolutely love the the scent. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is like I like, and I love how she was like, "All right, what is going to get me to pick this up? Why do I need to pick this up over all the other candles?" And I was like, "Okay, like." And they whatever. and when yeah, Wendy couldn't say because I'm on the fucking Real Housewives of Potomac. T, you know, which that's, is like, and that that is the reason. What is the reason? What is the reason? What, what, was, the reason? Reason. what was the reason? What was the reason? What was the um but yeah so i love wendy's confessional here too by the way uh yeah me too Which I was, it same, looked like just uh garcelle it is and i think it's garcelle, the same right? well talk about how to execute a look over how to not execute a look yeah garcelle honey no execution there wendy she came out serving 
and I love Garcelle, but yeah, that was. Um, Garcelle. Come on, you know me better than that, Garcelle. Come on, you know me better than that, Garcelle. <laughs> um, but so then we got into a Mia scene, which like I thought this scene was very like, I thought this was very like um, captivating. And I want to yeah. know more about it. I want to see more of Mia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Her kid was me. eating that dry ass iceberg fucking lettuce, not a dressing to be seen with a half eaten chocolate donut in it. I'm disgusted. <laughs> I was appalled. I was in like, tears almost. He's like eight. <laughs> That's still fucking gross. <laughs> I always used to get shit on because I would eat my salads with no dressing on it. And I would get called like a rabbit and like, <laughs> it'd be like, you, I like, it's not my fault that I like vegetables and that you guys need like some like product to like put on it. Like, I'm sorry. I like vegetables. iceberg lettuce is like, just literally not even anything. It's not even filling. It's well, like I wasn't water. just it's... eating iceberg lettuce. I had like cucumbers and carrots and tomatoes. He's like, well, I, he's like, actually I was a spring mix, maybe some uh, arugula. But now pale. I like now I like my salads with like a little bit of Italian dressing or like a nice like balsamic. I'm really like I'm from Ohio. You eat I'm from the Midwest dressing, don't you? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How um, dare you? Um, no, I but I am one of the only people I feel like in the Midwest who just like doesn't really care for ranch. Like here in the Midwest, oh, I like fucking love ranch. You would, but I eat the so like if you're trying to be healthy, a good substitution is that like yogurt based ranch that's like 35 calories, like a serving. It's really good. Check it out, guys. <laughs> They're our first sponsor. <laughs> All right, and here's our sponsorship. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously, get <laughs> seriously, seriously, bad. Um, but yeah, so Mia goes into like her relationship with her mother quick. Quick uh, shift from ranch to Mia's foster care story. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was like, yeah, her mom was like on drugs, not really there for her. That sad. And out of rehab. But I know that we get to see her mom later on in the se- season. So based on the trailer. So I think this is a very like interesting story. You see how like this dynamic. This is captivating. Yeah. Very captivating. Um, so mm. I'm very interested. And, and I really. And, I really like the relationship that she has with her husband. Me too. Um, G. G. I like him. Um, but yeah, so I like him too. She's working on a relationship with her mother. Um, but yeah, so we have that scene. Then we cut to Karen um, is going over to Candace's house to hopefully make amends. So what are your opinions on this? Because I have my opinions on it and I, let me just ask you the first question. Are you team Karen or are you team Candace with this whole um, meeting? I will be team Karen in anything till the day I die. Right answer. Right. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> On the right side of history for once. On the right side of history for once in your life, Modesto. Um, <laughs> for once in my life, I won't let trouble hurt me. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Oh, I don't know. Grease. For once I can say this is mine. I can't take it. <laughs> wait, oh know. wait, no, not Grease. <laughs> it's from somewhere. I thought it was Grease. I thought it was like Sandy. For once in my life. Wow. My brain is mush. Um, what are you doing? 
I'm Googling it. <laughs> I'm like, but I was like looking down. I can't, I couldn't tell if the screen was like frozen. No, it's like an old temptation song. For once in my life, this is mine. I can make it. Oh, oh, okay. I know what you're saying now. I don't know why I was thinking the one song. I don't, why was I, I think it was on Glee. Maybe. Wow. I don't, where, I don't know I where my brain was at. I am a Gleek. <laughs> I, I don't know where my brain was at. Um, but yeah, so I agree. Um, I understand Candace's like hurt and everything like this, but like Karen was not taking, like Karen was not like saying, Oh, Giselle should have beat your ass. Giselle or not Giselle. <laughs> Monique should have whooped your ass. Like she wasn't like doing any of that. I really just, they wanted her that she wasn't doing what they wanted her to do, which was smear Monique and run her through the mud. Yeah. And ice her out completely. And she was, and the thing is she had more of a relationship with Monique than Candace. Like she met her before they were very, very close. They've never fought, never had an argument. Like this was her friend. And she's like, I'm not going to sit here and smear my friend because she made the mistake or maybe not the mistake or her attacking you after you antagonized her. Like you were both wrong. Yeah. So, and I think, I don't know. I and there's I a difference that, in someone being wrong and someone not doing what you want them to do. Yeah, those two. Those are two very different things. And it's not. And and she condemned Monique. She said what Monique did was wrong, and she said what Monique. And she understands. Like I, I'm like, what else do you want? You want her to like, like you want to like her to like put. Uh, she wants her to be like fuck Monique. I hate yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like. And it's it, it's like weird. I I don't know. I'm just like. At this point, I'm, she's like, I can never trust Karen. I was like, what did she do that like really like betrayed your trust, though? Literally nothing. Like, Candace is just so over-fucking-dramatic. And that goddamn napkin is iconic, though. It is iconic. I, I love what Candace and the napkin. Um, but I loved this sit-down because I love a good Housewives sit-down. I love, like, a one Love. And they, like, not one thing was resolved. No. <laughs> Nope. Karen didn't even finish her tea. She just got up and Ashley ha- or uh, Candace handed her the coat and she walked right out the door. So you know that this is going to continue for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, But it's time for Ashley's pamper party, which like this was like, I think my favorite part of the episode. I just thought it was like so chaotic and like funny. Um, this was such a good episode. Such a good end to the episode. Such a good end to the episode. So Candace fills um, Giselle in on her sit down with Karen and you know Giselle is like, oh, fuck Karen. Fuck Karen. You know, and I'm just like yeah uh like so you know what you know what that is messed up that is so messed up and like, i'm like <laughs> it's it's really it? not it's really not i think you guys are reaching here you know um but Escala arrives um and they play this little game whose belly is it which i thought was kind of funny and i mm-hmm. I, thought I let out an audible like i screamed when they showed the one and they're like wait a minute and it was just candace she said I was pregnant with opportunities. <laughs> or possibilities. I was like, I was I was like not the shady pick of Candace. Um so they re- they start rehashing Karen's event and Mia is like, you know, kind of explaining like her side of things. And then here goes Zen Wen. Okay, you want to know what Robin does contribute? Her laugh is contagious when she is genuinely laughing at something because someone's being stupid and she laughs about it. Like her laugh with like the uh, like that Ross moment. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. Anytime Robin laughs like that, I, I can't control myself. I start cracking. Yeah. Up. And then Katie started laughing and Ash was like, you're not that funny. Katie. Like, Actually, I am. <laughs> but this moment was like funny when she's like, when Wendy was going off, because it's, it, they were both like, 
not these rehearsed reads. You could tell that Giselle and um and Robin were like, they weren't, those not reads were so one. rehearsed. It's like at Karen's house, I didn't, I wasn't gonna come for you, but now I have time. I talk with my hands, sorry. I do you gotta get used to it. No, no, don't do that. If I you can't tell me how to act. This is my demeanor. If so, you don't so like it, you can sit over there. I didn't come for you at Karen's house because yeah. I respect people's house, but today I have time. Mm. I am Zen Wen, so do not try to come for me because what I do have and what I will always have is time. So TikTok, Mia. Zen Wen has time. Now, now TikTok, okay. I have time. TikTok, Mia. <laughs> Did you see the um the dub Spanish that I posted from that Andres guy on TikTok? Yeah, I was gonna post. He made one of Atlanta, and he's like, "Candy, todas las mujeres están diciendo que tú eres una lesbiana. Candy, tú eres lesbiana." <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite part of the one that I posted today though was the TikTok Mia. I, like, and I showed that to my mom, and my mom was cackling. I was like, "How?" Oh, like, I was so like, funny. I was like, "Mom, I think you would like Housewives if it was in Spanish." Um, mm-hmm. But it, so this like whole like you know she's like I have time TikTok and I go you have time but it's like as if you're saying you have time but then you're going TikTok so what is it and then she's saying you're dismissed you're dismissed so you don't have time because you're dismissing her it so was really what, weird but and then so and what's then the truth Mia, Mia walks away and she goes to go get her massage and she goes in and they're like what happened in there she's like Jiminy crickets Jiminy crickets. <laughs> <laughs> See that for was someone who's uplifting women, Jiminy Cricket. That wasn't forced, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna get Jiminy Crickets on a fucking mug with like her face on it. You know what I'm saying? Because she didn't. That wasn't her, like you know, planning this. Like it wasn't a rehearsed. Out. It wasn't rehearsed like thing. It's like I might get TikTok Mia. But I'm just kidding. That was it. Was just kind no. of funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But Jiminy Crickets. That was like my favorite. Jim- Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> cricket um but yeah wendy feels like um because then giselle was kind of like being like you gotta like hold on like you know like slow your roll and wendy thinks that giselle's not being loyal to her which i just think is i don't know she keeps saying that this fight is because she's trying to have giselle's back and be loyal no this fight is because you are so insecure that something about mia just like enrages you seeing a secure woman come in not have this like freshman slump of like, oh, let me figure it out. Mia came in hot. She's feisty and she's like ready to play the game. And Wendy didn't come in like that. Wendy came in a little more subdued and then learned the game. And I think something about Mia makes her incredibly insecure. I do too, because it was like immediately as soon as Mia walked into the room, she was like gunning for her. It was like very yeah, weird. And it's, it's not a good look, Miss Zen Wen. Not a good look. You are not looking Zen. Sorry. You are not looking Zen. Not at all. Um, But so then Mia, this whole scene, I was cackling. Mia finally reveals that she was a stripper, but that she didn't dance on the pole and that it was a nice strip club and that they wore nice gowns, beautiful gowns. gowns. They wore beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. And Ashley was like, I've been to strip clubs where they wear gowns and their coochies are out. Yeah, no. (laughs) She said some moneymaker is showing. Karen was like, no poll. No. <laughs> Karen is just trying to like make it seem like she has so much sex. She's like, I was actually thinking about uh, purchasing a poll for Ray and I. And it's like, no, you weren't, you crypt keeper. There's no way you're dancing on that poll. You're so old, Karen. Um, but then we also get um Giselle leaving the party early, which I was like, 
that is so tacky. And you like, and you, it was so tacky. And you know what? It was tacky when Karen did it. It's tacky when you're doing it and you called Karen out for it. So why are you doing that? Why? It it was also like, Giselle, where do you have to go? Nowhere. The boondocks. Truly, where do you have to go? Burgundy, like that gross, like purple burgundy color all over. That you only live in half of it. (laughs) Whatever. Um, But then um, Ascala asks, uh, Karen, she's like, I heard that you like drink a little like too much or something like that. And Karen, like, yeah, I, was like, like, I heard it was said that uh, you drink too heavy. I was like, come on, mess. <laughs> I was like messy. And then finishing it all up with a prayer. I was like, it was like stripper, coochie out, this, that, da, da, da. and then, and Lord, let's we come together. Like th- these women do Let not miss come. a beat. I was like cackling. Not. But Karen trying to defend herself and be like, I would never say that people are alcoholics or drink too much. Flash to her being like, you're a drunk and you're a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you're a not even two episodes Hampton. before. Literally, literally three weeks earlier, like roll footage, roll footage, roll, roll, the, roll the tape, roll footage. But. Yeah, so then we cut it off with a prayer, and then next week looks like another good episode. And it looks like the friend of is gonna start fighting with uh, Mia. It looks it's gonna get good, bitch. It is. I, it's I'm excited. Good. I'm excited. This I'm is like it. one of the best starts to a season in so long. Like every episode is good. It's captivating. There's personal storylines. There's fights, and it doesn't feel like anything from last season, other than the Karen and uh, Candace stuff, is brought into this season. It feels yeah. like everything's fresh. Very fresh. I'm into it. I'm loving Potomac so much. That is our Potomac recap. And yeah, stay tuned for more to come. All right. So that is our episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for interacting with us on Instagram and Twitter. We're a little bit more active on the Twitter now. Um, So make sure that you're following us at about underscore Bravo on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, Make sure that you listen, tell all of your friends about it, like rate and review, Um, leave us some reviews, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Keep staying on in our DMs. We love hearing from you guys. And we're so We love it. Salt Lake's coming. We have a lot to look forward to. I'm really eager to like find out when Bravo tic- BravoCon tickets go on sale. Like what is going on? Yes, because we will be buying that. We will be at BravoCon. We are manifesting and putting it into the fucking universe. We, we will be, be at there. BravoCon. So if you're going to BravoCon, let us know. Let's link up. Like, let, you know, like, so let's Kiki. Let's Kiki. Let's have a Kiki. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love doing this and uh, we're just excited for the future. So that's it this week, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>